Happy New Year! It's a new year, and we can look forward to new things and our same old life. (laughs) But I'm happy to be alive another year. I hope you are too. We're all grateful to be breathing air and living in the craziest world ever. Uh, This New Year's You know, I'm unsure of what my New Year's resolution is. I never really have one. And does anyone ever really stick to them? I feel like people make up New Year's resolutions and they follow them for three months. And then they're like, wait, what? (laughs) It becomes a year we're ready to pack up and say goodbye to (laughs) and start another one. I mean... New Year's is kind of like marriage. It's like, oh, (laughs) this year I'm going to do this. But then you realize you're in the same marriage and you're the same person. No, but really, Happy New Year. And I hope everybody has a wonderful resolution. And I hope everybody sticks to it. And I hope everybody's dreams come true. I surely can tell you that if you want to get married, I hope that happens for you. If you want to meet a partner, I hope that happens. If you want to change the way you think and be single forever, I hope that happens for you. If you have a career you're chasing, I hope you get it. I was thinking this new year, my birthday's coming up and... (laughs) I never do anything for my birthday because it's after New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and all the da 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 Hanukkah, and everybody's tired, so I never do anything. So <laughs> I was looking at another dog at the shelter for my birthday, a hundred-year-old dog, the poor dog, <laughs> literally like 120 in human years. You know, dogs, they age like women age in LA. It's like... Seven years to the one year. Actually, women age 12 years to the one year in LA. So I'm like 367 at this point. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. Need Botox. Let's just, let's just get depressing for the new year. Let's start the depression. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I had someone ask me this week what my love language was. I was like, wait, there's another language to learn. (laughs) Now I got to learn a language about love because I've been married forever. And now I got to learn a language about love because I'm still working on English. My husband corrects my English nonstop. Betsy, it's da 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 da. (laughs) Constantly, I've had my English corrected so much. You'd think I'd know how to speak it. I still don't. I'm a slow learner. But yes, there's a thing called love language and what is yours. And these things are like gifts or like acts of service. I can't think of the other ones. We'll 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 bring them up and dive deeper into them. But I would have to say that my love language is keep your dick in your pants. Okay, I'm at the age where my love language is like, don't fuck with me. (laughs) How's about that for a love language? Does that work? (laughs) For all the people that are like, you know, I'd like to meet someone and get married. I don't know. I'm not a professional therapist. I don't, you know, I've been to therapy three times. (laughs) 
And I feel like my therapist looked like she saw a ghost every time I sat down on the sofa because my life was so crazy growing up. And she'll ask me a question and it was just so like, I do not know. Now people are going to be DMing me, try therapy again, try therapy. But guys, (laughs) maybe I will in the future. (laughs) I don't know. But my therapy sessions traumatized me because they made me realize my life was crazy because this woman was like deadpan. But I'm not a professional. I'm not personally a therapist. I couldn't tell you, you know, what to do with your own life. But I can tell you my take on life, like in my take on marriage. And here's my take on marriage. I feel like being married as a woman, being married with a vagina, being married to something with a penis hanging between his legs. Okay. This is my thoughts on those things with penises between their legs. Being married to one of those is like being a wild animal trainer. It's like taming something. Do you know what I mean? Like, like being this trainer who's trying to constantly work to tame this wild animal, to get it to do whatever it is that you need it to do, or to act a certain way around the house, or whatever. And then this animal will do the things sometimes, not do the things, fall back into its wild habits, (laughs) be like, leave me alone, When you turn around and you're like, hey, whoa, 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 you wild animal. I said to do this. It's like "Ah," roaring at you like a tiger, like a beast. And it's going to do what it wants to do. (laughs) That's marriage. And then all of a sudden, one day, this wild animal could turn on you. That's basically marriage in a nutshell. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts for you there. But I do think this love language thing is interesting uh, because I think the longer you're in your marriage, your love languages might change. Like, let's say you first got married and of course you're like, oh, I want gifts, like buy me things. Okay, I get it. Like, it's like bliss. Everything's perfect. But after you've been married for a long time, you're like, acts of service, motherfucker. Like, do the dishes. (laughs) Let's teach you how to work the washer machine. (laughs) Which I actually had to teach my husband. Bless his heart. He could not figure out where to put the detergent in the washer machine. And I know that that's hard because it's a little drawer now that you have to pull out. It's a little bitty drawer that you have to stick your hands in. And they and they they melt it straight into the washer front. So how would you know it doesn't have a handle on it? You have to stick your hand in the little thing and pull the little, the little drawer out and you pour the... <laughs> That was a very fun day for me. My whole family gets pleasure out of (laughs) watching my husband try to do housework. (laughs) But I think it would be acts of service today, my love language. I think I would like somebody to just walk around and do everything for me. (laughs) 
No, really, it is keep your dick in your pants. I'm okay doing everything around the house. (laughs) Just come home at at a nice hour. Don't be out partying all night like that. Like that's my love language. And that's that's not in the book. That's not that's not that's why I'm trying to tell you I'm not a therapist. I don't write these books on like here are the seven reasons men cheat on you women. Here are the seven reasons. Like, take your book and shove it up your ass. I don't need to hear reasons you have for me why a man would cheat on me. And they're all and they're my fault. They're my fault. Uh, what? Huh? Huh? Now you're going to give me reasons that men cheat on me because of things I've done. Take your book and shove it up your ass because I don't need to hear it. I'll tell you the one and only reason from no therapy license, Betsy, that a man will cheat on you. Here's the reasons. When the panties come down, they can't say no to the pussy. Okay, that is the number one reason a man cheats. And you could give me 50 reasons about, oh, he wasn't feeling loved at home. Really? His clean jeans folded up in the closet didn't say, I love you. Maybe I should have taken a pen out and written a freaking note. Put him on top of the jeans and been like, listen, motherfucker. (laughs) These clean jeans that I folded with this whole basket of clothes all day meant I love you. That food sitting on the table that I prepared for you didn't say I love you. And I love when, you know, I'm sitting across from a person and they're like, you know, telling me the reasons this guy cheated on his wife, justifying that there are reasons. And this is what, what? Okay, take your reasons, pack them up in a bag and throw them over a bridge because I don't want to freaking hear it. Okay, I I, honestly, they're is one reason and one reason only when the panties came down, somebody couldn't say no to the pussy. And that is the reason. I (laughs) am no licensed professional, but that's my take. And I will not be taking responsibility. I love it. One time, one of my friends said she was dating and she said the reason this guy cheated on his last girlfriend was because she didn't feel like going out and doing things with him because she was tired. Well, she has kids. <laughs> I have dogs. I'm tired. Do, you, do I do I look like I have all the energy to be running around town, <laughs> taking you out, partying all night when I have all these dogs I got to wake up and feed in the morning? This one needs medication because he's 87. I mean, geez, I'm freaking tired, too. <laughs> this is why I'm saying like the wild animal and then they can't and then we got to be blamed for it because we can't blame men because they're like wild animals you know they'll stray they're like a wild animal they'll be out there straying well let me tell you something about this lock this wild animal is going to be locked up in a cage this wild animal is going to be locked up in a cage. And then people are like, ew, Betsy's crazy. you damn right. I'm crazy. Happy New Year again. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. 
So this year I had quite a relaxing new year. I decided not to go to parties and not to go out and just to stay home with my dogs. And there have been so many years that I have gone out and gone to the dinners and gone to the parties and gotten dressed up. And it's so fun. I know. Blah, blah, blah. But I was like, you know, I just want to chill. And I just like, I'm tired. I just want to relax this New Year's and hang with the dogs and watch the ball drop and just like be at home. So that's what I did because I guess maybe I'm getting boring. No, I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> Not really too. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm boring. I always have some crazy shit going on. That's probably because I have two sisters, and there's always nothing but drama in this house. And I will tell you, my younger sister got engaged and overnight became a 97 year old. And I'm like, you have got to become a young girl again. <laughs> You have got to stop being a grandma. We just call her grandma now. I'm like, you got to stop being a granny panty. Get your ass up. (laughs) But even if he cheated, I'm still not blaming her. Even though she's a grandma. Even though she's like a 97-year-old woman in a wheelchair, okay, who can't get up to save her her life because she's tired. She needs to get in a comfortable pair of pajamas. (laughs) We're still not gonna blame her. And it's great. You know, I, I will tell you this story I had. It's a, it's really sad. It's like, you know, I had a friend who I found out his boyfriend cheated on her because he cheated with one of my friends, someone that I was very close to and knew. And I know this girl would never... And it's so crazy how we found out that he cheated with her. But we did the right thing and told my friend. We are no longer friends with her. And we actually helped make her way to the aisle because (laughs) the second she confronted him, they had been together forever. He finally proposed. So it was what a wonderful thing. And I'm sure that worked out for her. I can tell you sometimes women, they have husbands that cheat and it's very hard to get over and they choose to stay with them. And from an unlicensed professional non-professional, maybe you would call it. I call it a professional because I am married. So, (laughs) but from an unlicensed professional, I would have to say I can understand that because then women are like, ha ha, now I've got something to hold over his head. Ooh, ooh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Now women can hold this shit over you forever and you are just gonna eat shit and pay for the rest of your life, okay? (laughs) And your ass is gonna be watched like a hawk, like a hawk. So I can, I can totally get that. And I love men are like, and then she complains. Oh, is that one of the reasons for cheating? She complained all the time. She complained. Well, then don't give her a reason to complain. Okay. (laughs) But I have to say, men, I love men. I find men to be the most interesting animals alive. Like, I really do. I am so, 
I love being married to a man. I love being with men. They are the funniest, funniest freaking things alive. To me, they're the funniest things on the planet. And trust me, I get a lot of joy watching cat videos on Instagram. I find cats to be so interesting. No way near as interesting as a man. I love men. Men are just the wildest. That's why, that's why I say a wild animal trainer. Look at me. I'm like Sheena of the jungle speaking on behalf of how fun it is to be around wild, crazy men. I have to pop my ears. I don't know why. Maybe it's a New Year's thing. My ears are going out on me. Maybe I've I've lost my sense of hearing. I just, men's reasoning is so funny. Men's, men, <laughs> the, way, the way men's brains are wired are so much fun. They're fun to watch. They're fun to observe. I love when my husband walks into a kitchen and is looking for something. It's just like, I, they're just like like from another planet. <laughs> Trying all I mean, I I heard this therapist, and she's actually a licensed therapist, say on TikTok, and she's she's giving marriage advice, and she's saying, have sex with your husband. Like that is their way of communicating with women. Sex, like you have to have sex with your husband or they will not feel close to you or be able to communicate because they communicate through sexual intercourse. Okay. That is the way men communicate. So even if you're pissed at your husband and you want to get like something through them to their head, through to their head, however you say that, you know what I'm saying? Even if you are pissed, you gotta fuck them. You gotta fuck them. And Forget dirty talk. It's like, fuck them and say to them, I want you to start helping around the house. But it's got to be even more than that. <clears throat> the The dirty talk's got to be, it's not really dirty talk, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the way this therapist said they communicate. So you have to fuck them and say to them, <laughs> I want you to start doing one load of laundry a week. That's basically the only way it'll get done. But when the sex is done, they're probably just going to forget anyway. And they're pro- So I don't know if you keep doing this over and over. I'm just saying the only way of communicating with a man is through sex is what this therapist said. And she is a licensed professional. <laughs> so... Even if you're pissed at your husband, if you want to communicate, you're going to have to have sex with him <laughs> and enjoy it while you're at it. Because look, <laughs> you might as well get something out of it because guess who's going to be doing the laundry again in three weeks? <laughs> you. Because <laughs> that is how interesting men are. And then here I go with the DMs. I do laundry. Okay. Because you're one in 500,000. We get it. My husband doesn't do laundry, but I'm okay with him not doing laundry. Forget the laundry. I'll do the laundry. You just go to work and pay the bills. (laughs) There's my feminist tip of the day. I still want to make money, but I don't, I don't mind my husband working. Why would I hate on that? Like, good for him. Go to work. (laughs) Get out of the house. Let me do my thing. Because I swear to God, when 
men are home. They will, like, my husband thinks he's the CEO of me. Well, what'd you do today? What did you do today? Well, wait a minute. What did you do today? I would worry about that because last time I checked, you're the one putting the money in the account for the water bill. So let's worry about what you did today, not me. And put on your clean underwear and get out of the house and worry about that. How's about that? <laughs> it's a good thing my husband doesn't listen to this podcast. No, I'm joking. I mean, I tell him all the jokes. I say, blah, 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 blah. but what are you going to do? This is life and we are together. And this is what love is. This is the love language, people. Now you're learning love. Like This is how I speak a love language. <laughs> This is how I speak to those wild animals, those tigers, those lions, which we call men. This is it. And I will leave you with a little thing for New Year's because I thought this was interesting. And I do. I recently had a friend call me about, you know, things in her life that weren't perfect and, you know, where she wasn't where she wanted to be. And... I said to her, she was like saying things about herself that I felt like were, you know, sort of like saying, oh, it's me or putting herself down or talking to herself a certain way or about herself to me a certain way. And I I was sitting there listening and I said, stop, like, stop talking about yourself like that and stop saying those things about yourself. Okay, you might not be like where you are where you want to be in life. You might, but you, this is where you are. And all you can do is change the things that you need to change and take one step forward to the next day and stop talking to yourself like that. Stop putting yourself down or feeling bad about yourself because you just don't need to. It's like, we are where we are in life today, right? Like we are where we are. And this is where we are. And this is all we can do is try to do one thing to get to where we want to be in life tomorrow. And when I was telling her this stuff, like, you know, you have all these good qualities and you should look at the good things that you have and not beat yourself up for where you are or where you, for where you are today and not where you not being where you want to be. And I was saying, you know, just like in general, like to her, like to not talk down to herself, not talk bad about herself, not beat herself up. And I do feel like we all do that to ourselves, right? Because I hung up the phone and I started saying, oh my gosh, why don't I talk to myself like that? Why don't I have the conversation with myself the way that I just had that conversation with my friend? Why can't I say to myself, don't beat yourself up. Like you are where you are today. You'll get where you need to go, but you have to just take one step forward to that thing every day. And look, I tease and I joke about men. I love men. Men are not perfect. I am not perfect. My husband is not perfect. You are not perfect. No one is perfect. And love is about loving people and accepting and loving their imperfections. That's it. Like, 
when people are not perfect, a partnership is about being the shoulder that the other person can cry on. And a partnership is about supporting those people, supporting your partner when times are bad, whether that's your friend, your husband, your, you know, lover, whatever it is. I'm just saying in general, being in a relationship is supporting other people through their imperfections, you know, like being a shoulder for them, being there for them. And I am there for my husband. He is there for me. We are like rocks in each other's life. That's today. That wild animal could turn on me tomorrow. I I don't know. I'm just telling. But I I just say, like, maybe in the new year, we should all talk to ourselves like we would talk to our best friend or our partner that we love so much that we're so supportive to. Maybe that's how we should start talking to ourselves. And maybe when when we're having a down moment, think that we're just our friend and say those things to ourselves. Because, you know, life is hard and no one's perfect. So if you're out there and you want to change things this year for your life, well, you can do it. Just do one step at a time. And I believe that you can. And I wanted to leave you with something like that, although I mumbled, bumbled through it all. Because <laughs> I wanted to leave you with something good for the new year. Jokes aside. No, jokes are never aside. <laughs> I wanted to leave you with something for the new year saying like, talk to yourself the way you talk to your best friend or the person that you love the most that when you're consoling someone and telling them all the good qualities about themselves, tell yourself all the good qualities about you because you have them. You have those good qualities and you should be telling yourself on a daily basis the good qualities about you. How's about that? is a great New Year's resolution. Forget, oh, I got to get out there and work out every day. Let's just say the nice things about ourselves. Let's say the nice things about our bodies. Yes, we all have cellulite on our ass or somewhere else. But how about we say, but you know what? My rack looks good. (laughs) Like my rack is hanging in there. (laughs) Like, let's go there for this New Year's. Let's say the nice things about ourselves. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And as always, I'm excited to talk to you next week. I hope the New Year is going to be amazing for you all. Happy New Year. She's Yeah.